There's a man in our backyard, and he's trying to get in the house, Stephanie sobbed. He tried to attack Chewie. She managed to get away, but he bit off a piece of her tail, Evan. My mind quickly replayed the snippet of conversation I'd heard from the girls gathered by the water fountain. I shook my head to clear it and was about to speak when I heard the sound of glass shattering. Steph! I shouted. Already my feet had me moving toward the parking lot. Evan, he's trying to come in through the back door. He broke the window. I heard the deep bark of Chewy, but it didn't really sound like her. This dog had a ferociousness that was not something that I could accept as being from my sweet girl. This was the opposite of my gentle giant. There was the sound of something cracking, followed by Stephanie's scream. Then the line went dead. The door to the faculty lounge opened and the principal stepped out. Is everything okay, Evan? No, I don't think it is, I heard myself say. The thing is, I felt like I was outside of my body for some strange reason. Whatever this was, it couldn't be happening. Evan, Principal Gordon said in a loud whisper. I I have to go, I mumbled as I started for the exit. I could hear the principal calling me as I sped up from a fast walk to a jog and then a run. I reached the exit and slammed the door open so hard that the clang made me jump and caused some nearby dogs to start barking. I was just reaching my truck when a voice called from almost directly behind me. I spun, a fist raised as if I felt like I was about to be attacked. I'm coming with you. It was the woodshop teacher, Carl. That phone call sounded serious. If it's one of them things, you might need some help. One of what things? I snapped as I jerked the door to my truck open and jumped into the cab. I don't have time for this crap. I slammed the door and was more than a little surprised to see the burly man stalk over to the passenger side and give the handle a tug. Exasperated, I leaned over and flipped up the lock as I turned the key in the ignition. I didn't actually wait for him to get all the way in as I dropped the lever into drive and punched the gas. I was less than ten minutes away, but that could be an eternity if somebody was breaking into my house. Thought I heard something about your dog being attacked. Carl said as he grabbed the dashboard to brace himself while I swerved around a car that was waiting to make a left turn at the intersection that I flew through. You were listening in on my call? Friend, your lady was screaming. Everybody in the lounge heard. I hadn't thought of that. The light a half a block away turned yellow. I stepped on the gas knowing there was no way I would reach it before the light turned red. As I shot through I heard the honks of angry drivers in my wake. You get us killed and you won't be doing the little woman any good at all, friend. Carl said through clenched teeth as I practically drove up onto the sidewalk as I reached the next intersection where I had to turn right. The truck bounced a bit as it took the corner, and I fought the steering wheel to straighten us out. I eased up a little on the gas pedal, but I still had to weave between traffic. At last I saw my street. At the entrance to the cul-de-sac were half a dozen or so people. They were all just standing in a group. A few were pointing or craning their necks to get a better look. I smashed down on the horn as I approached and was briefly grateful that they at least moved out of the way. I recognized some of the neighbors and made a mental note that I would be in a few people's faces when this was over. How the hell could they just stand there while Steph was in obvious trouble? Almost on cue, I heard a scream coming from the direction of my house. It started like a regular scream, then it changed. This was like nothing I'd ever heard in my life, and it almost made me sick to my stomach just hearing it and knowing the source. Carl was already out of the truck before we'd skidded to a complete stop. I jumped out right on his heels and sprinted from my front door. He didn't wait for me and burst into my house. I noticed that he was pulling something from his hip that looked like one of those extending police batons. Just as I stepped through the doorway, I heard another scream. 
It was so blood-curdling and terrible. It hurt me deep inside to hear somebody make that noise. Knowing that it was Steph caused that pain to burn itself into my soul so deeply that I did not believe the feeling would ever go away, even after this was over. A second later, I was hit by the smell. It was the same as I'd detected this morning when I'd left for work, only much stronger and mixed with something coppery. I had no idea what to expect when I followed Carl down the hallway and to a rectangle of light that was the entrance to our bedroom.